Energy Today, episode 683. What has gotten into you? Uh, I drove over here from Eli's house and I listened to an episode of our own show. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's like inspired you. It was so funny. Which episode was it? Uh... 681 i think okay it was the one where we started doing radio show voices in the beginning we're like hey oh Susie and Sarah from, and i think like, that was 680 but yeah yeah maybe it was know. so funny to me and i was like we are hilarious I know, excuse right? me <laughs> i was just like laughing so much at us and i'm like what was, I, I don't know so good you know, i'm glad we I, I'm like ourselves excited. still you know what i mean High off my own supply. Well, there's this guy on um, on Twitter, Esteban, who uh, is just a few months ago started listening to Brain Candy for the first time from the beginning. And he's on like, I don't know, 150 or something. And he's like constantly tweeting like his commentary about it. And he, it's just so nice because oh. he's like, it's all new to him, you know? Yeah. So at least I we have, that. and he always jokes about how, like, I always claim we only have two listeners. <laughs> and apparently it's just me, you, and now Esteban. And now Esteban. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, Esteban. You'll um, hear this in like 2030. Two <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How are you? How are things over there at the old Susie Butler, Meister Butler Palace? Um, our palatial estate is, um, it's good. But uh, we have an infestation, which of those little, I call them wine flies or bar flies. Yeah. I don't know what their actual name is, but that sounds those good. teeny tiny little fruit mm-hmm. flies or whatever. And you know how it is. Like you try to like kill them and they're just like stealth bombers. Yes. You can't get to them. So then I tried like the makeshift, <sighs> you know, the old vinegar trap with a funnel. Oh, oh my gosh. It doesn't work. Everyone knows it. Never works. Then, of course, there's like the plastic wrap with the toothpick holes in it. (laughs) Oh my God, you have tried. Somebody's been on Pinterest. Yeah. The the last resort was um, I got a carnivorous plant, like a Venus fly trap, but that thing died. So then it didn't do me any good. So... That was that's where I am, well, Sarah. <laughs> Suze, well, first of all, I'm very sorry about your infestation. Thank you. Um, but I'm very excited that you brought up Venus flytraps and carnivorous plants because that happens to be a story that I have to talk to you about, or some new information out in the plant world. Something that I did not know. Okay. Did you know that carnivorous plants can count? Oh, Okay. Yes. Apparently, yes. this is something that because yes. so, I told Eli this, and he was like, "Oh yeah, they yeah. can count up to five or something like that." He said, "I was like, okay, how does everybody know about this?" But I don't. I, I didn't know they could go to with five. so many facts. Esteban does not know this. Probably <laughs> Esteban, do you know this? <laughs> no, I didn't. I knew that they won't close their toothy yes. leaves until like at least the second touch. Yes. Oh yeah. my god. Everybody knows this except me. So it's it, there are it's actually now three t- I think some of them need three touches. They need a secondary touch, but they need to be stimulated in like three different zones. I love it because it's like they they're like me. They don't want to waste <laughs> needless energy. Like if they don't have to move. 
100% Susie. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So they have like tiny hairs inside those jaws. Mm -hmm. And then when they're triggered, those hair, they provide electrical stimulation that induces these calcium waves. And so they have to be able to distinguish between prey and things like raindrops or like a strong gust of wind or something like that. So it's, it's, oh no, you're right. It closes after two rounds of stimulation that happens in quick succession. Yeah. But then there was this researcher who has been studying carnivorous plants and realized that some of them aren't doing it. And he's like, what's up with this? They're not counting. There is a mutant kind of carnivorous plant that can't count. Oh, no. And he named it Discalculia. Discalculia. No. Yes, it's the Discalculia species of the Venus flytrap. Are you and saying it, that they just don't, they close on the first touch or they just don't ever close? They're capable of closing, but the plant does not register the triggering mechanism. What? They, it says that the, the, the author of this study the, uh, says this mutant has obviously forgotten how to count, which is why I named it Discalculia. Yeah. But say that part again about how it can do something, but it can't do this. Oh, yeah. It can close. Like, it has the ability to close. Right. But it doesn't have the red the, the triggering mechanism. It doesn't have the ability to count the so right amount of times. it just closes right away? Just guesses. Or it's it just, just random. Whenever. It's like, <laughs> maybe no. Ah! That's Nothing's sad in there. for that So plant. maybe yours died because... It was the mutant. Oh my god! No wonder it was on sale. When to close? That would. Can you? We should pitch a show like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but like Teenage Mutant Carnivorous Plants. <laughs> it's a combination of Little Shop of Horrors and yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. People love a nostalgic mashup. Yeah, and it'll be pizza just like the turtles, but with flies on it. <laughs> So stupid. I see no problem with yeah, this, this plot is line. A million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. It's totally fine. So yeah, don't you think that's interesting that they can't that they discovered this and that also they named it dyscalculia? Well, I don't think dyscalculia is going to last the test of times because that right. you know how usually you know evolution it, it's an improvement. It's like yeah. they can count better. Right. This one's like. This is a dud. This guy's this is not going to last This long. is like the dummy plant that like yeah. it should be kind of like. Yeah. This guy's you know. doomed. Yeah. Bred out of there. But instead he, he, he got like fast food flies and now he's like living. I'll tell you, whatever those like wine flies are though, they have evolved in a way that is, I mean, you almost can't flies kill them. Ju- you can't. They are unkillable. And also <laughs> flies and... Ju- I- I need to do some more research into this because I read somewhere that there's something about their eyes and how they process information yeah. that they see things like faster than Well, they have like a gazillion we, they, eyes, right? Like not literally. Yeah, and then but, they like anticipate movement because that's how they can avoid your hands when yeah. you're in like anything that you're – the fact that Look. something that lives on shit – I have my zapper. It's smart enough to right here. If you guys are not on Patreon and watching this video, Susie is holding <laughs> the electric tennis racket. It's called you the may remember yeah. the executioner stuff. You may remember if you've been a longtime listener. Yeah. Back to a video <laughs> where Susie forced me to electrocute oh, yeah. myself oh, yeah, with that tennis racket. 
forced me. Anybody that has ever heard Sarah talk about anything knows all it takes is for me to be like, hey, you should touch that one. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'll tell you, you screamed bloody murder when you touched well, it. Well, just because it surprised me, which yeah. I don't know why. Well, it's like, an electric shock. I mean, that's yeah, natural. But it's not that. It's but but it's more the 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 anticipation of it and then it happening because the other day Bo has Bo has a bad habit of sneaking up onto the couch when we're not there. It's so cute. She, she like thinks that we're not going to see her. Right. So I ha- and w- this would be no problem except that she's an old lady and she's a little leaky in her old Ew, age. It's so gross. So I need her to just stay on her designated sleep areas with the yeah. waterproof cover yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And uh, so I have these things called the scat mat that go oh on the God, couch. God, that is a terrible she- name. It's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Come on. Sis. I know. Why am I being so serious? <laughs> We should love this name, Susie. Okay, good. I like how flexible you are there. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you know, it delivers like a little bit of like a shock, but like not that much, you know, just in case. And then Stars. I have another one that makes like a noise in case she jumps up on there and then she gets right off. And as soon as she sees them come out, she goes, ugh, oh no, okay, fine, I won't do it. I don't even know if she's ever actually activated it. She just knows that those mean she can't go up there. Aww. But the other day I was putting it away and it came on, but I didn't know. And I was just like, oh, what's happening? And it was weird. And it wasn't like I screamed. I know what or you're was, describing. Yeah. You know, I was just like, what's what like happening my body? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not sharp. It's just like, yeah. it feels wrong. I was like, ah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so Terrible. weird. But because I wasn't anticipating it, yeah. there wasn't like the act, like the surprise behind it. It's like the like boat that the people couldn't see because they weren't like expecting that. it. So I'm like, it. so all of this to say. Yeah. Sarah won't get on the couch anymore. No, go ahead. I may, have, I may have overreacted. Also, I won't pee on the couch. <laughs> Sarah has learned her lesson. There will be I have no, learned my lesson. You're eating on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the, the 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 screaming bloody murder when I did it with a tennis racket may have just been because I, I, I might have had the same level of scream for a a jack in the box. I think right, it's right, more right. the it just caught you off guard. Caught, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what makes me scream for joy and that is liquid IV. Definitely. Oh, they have so many new flavors now. I know. People keep asking me about them and saying like, Do yeah, you like I'm this a big one? fan. Tangerine Big fan. Big. Uh, also, Tropical Punch. Yeah. I, that's like an oldie book goodie. Yeah. But I used that in a smoothie the other day. Mm. It's so delicious. good. It was like tangy and delicious. And they have a green apple one. I don't know how it is because I gave it to Lucas for Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there's so many to yeah. try. Yeah. And if you haven't tried them yet, Liquid IV is a powder that you pour into water. It helps hydrate you, gives you vitamins. And it's just handy to have, whether you're yeah. sick or working out, or if you live in Colorado, high elevation, mm-hmm. traveling, you just throw them in your purse or your bag and you're set. Um, and they're sweeping the nation. I see everyone with them now. So I don't know what you're waiting for if you haven't tried them. I mean, it's a great... Oh, I uh, went somewhere fancy and they were in the bathrooms. Oh, a ski resort. Someplace at a ski lodge. I think it was in Vail or that's something. That's smart. 
Yes. And they had them, you know how like you go into a fancy bathroom, they've got yeah. like, you know, hair ties and tampons and blah, blah. Yeah. This, this had liquid IV in the bed. Ba- and I was like, I don't mind if I do. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being sponsored Sarah, right now on the ski run. Sarah grabbed hers and you can grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code candy at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code candy at liquidiv.com. Um, yeah. Sarah got hers for free cause she stole them basically, uh, but uh, you can get your what? That's deal. included in the cost of the lift ticket. I'm sure. I kid. You're right. Oh, I'm sure. I thought, what? Oh, I, did you get one? It. No. Eli is so good at the getting fly. them. He's like a ninja and he does it. And then he does it. He like, you know, when you think you have one in your hand, yes. and then you let it go and they fly away. Yeah. He does the trick. He shakes it. The shaking is the key. Shakes it and okay. then they, it confuses them. And then he opens it up and it's always like just sitting there. <laughs> I'm going to do splash. that. I'm going to do it. It's really funny. And then other trick for flies. Yeah. I learned this from Johnny Bananas, I believe, oh, okay. on the challenge. So he isn't totally useless. Not totally useless. Uh, uh, flies take off like helicopters. They okay. go straight up. Uh-huh. So if you clap you right above a fly... It will fly right into your hands. Okay, the perfect crime. So if, if yeah, if the fly is like on the table, just clap above it, and he like sees your hands coming, tries to get away, but instead flies right into the danger zone. Okay, good tip, everybody. Yes. Got that? Yes. See? Yes. We're we're making yeah. days over here. Oh, danger! Uh, right into the danger zone just reminded me of Top Gun, which just reminded me of where I saw Top Gun, which was at a drive-in movie theater, which just reminded me that, remember how I told you that I went to a drive-in movie theater with Eli and that they were filming a documentary there and we got interviewed for it? Did I tell you about no, that? No, you sure didn't. Okay. Well, that happened. We went to this drive-in <laughs> movie theater. It's called, it's called the Comanche. It was one of our first dates. It was like our first camping trip together. So okay. our very first camping trip together, we... Uh, the first night we're driving up to the mountains, it starts raining and like raining. It it was, there was definitely going to be rain that night. So we're like, we got to do something that's like inside. And then we drove by a sign that said drive in movie theater, Top Gun playing tonight. We're like, that's perfect. You went back in time. It was so cool. (laughs) And so we go there, go to the drive in with our popcorn, everything. It was so much fun. And it's super old timey, like right out of. Oh, it was so cool. Like we, t- we really did take a time machine back in time there. And there were, uh, there was a French camera crew and they were interviewing people and they said, you know, Hey, we're doing a documentary about, um, but really they were like, Hey, we are doing a documentary. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got it. Uh, about, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the dying like this dying industry and so eli and i were both interviewed and we like signed the little forms and everything and then i didn't think anything of it yeah just like two days ago yeah i'm scroll i'm scrolling through hbo going what do i watch and up comes this preview it says cinematic yes documentary about it's like it all it says the description it goes french camera crew take a like a a road trip across the united states and i was like you have got to be please tell me you're in it Susie, i looked i went like frame (laughs) by frame i can only imagine you know i did i was like i know everything about the the theme like the the (laughs) 
you know drive-ins. the, the drive-in history of now. drive-ins and like yeah and how it used to be it was owned by the same family and there used to be two of them but now the oh old, the second location is now a walmart po- parking lot which i was like oh that makes sense it's kind of sad but they said that they are never getting rid of it they're gonna they're until like they are gonna be there until okay they, they so do they it for the paradise, love of it put up a parking lot but at least this one's hanging in there hanging in well, there but and who it was the heck really did they cool. choose instead like, of you you know what this is this i i realized i told eli this i was like we gave amazing interviews and both <laughs> of us have been have experienced it for the camera eli crushed it i mean we were both like <laughs> you give us a camera and we're like oh you need to do a little otf a little on the fly you need to do like a little interview right now we got it like Stop. both of us from reality television so like, do you want you me to know- speak in present tense <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we were like, where should I look? Should I look at him? Oh, like, Eli and I were like as annoying as you could possibly be, I'm sure. And uh, we did not make the photo cut. No, but they, what I think that they were look what what the interviews were, we looked mo- we were we were very obviously the city people who came out to the country. Oh, they wanted regulars. Wa- yes. Yeah. They got the regulars who had been there forever. They were yeah. sitting on tree stumps talking. Yeah, they didn't want they city were slickers. In like, they did not want city slickers. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so I even looked like the car, our car wasn't in it. And I'm like, yeah, the, the cars yeah. they featured were like old trucks. Pickups, they yeah. interviewed a couple that had been going there since their first dates. And they were now in like, and they said, yeah, we used to have like the same kind of car, but it was an old model that used to have this, the bench seat. And we didn't do a lot of watching of the movie. You know, it's like that kind of interview. <laughs> Good and Lord. Eli and I were like, you know. Yeah, city. Yeah, slingers. I think they did so, the right thing. You guys, they a hundred percent did the right thing. But <laughs> I, you know, I was like, click, click, fast forward, stop, <laughs> fast forward, stop, fast forward, stop. No. And then I told Eli, I was like, how it took? It took me like two weeks. I don't know how many days. No, maybe it's only been a week. So I this, but it took me like days before I realized this. And I was like, oh my god, remember that thing? I saw uh, it. Like I was really never cool. thinking it was going to be on HBO. No, like I thought it was just it was like a tiny camera crew, that, and it was amazing production value really quality like it was a good documentary if you're into like old-timey like americana stuff wow this just took a turn i did not see this coming at I, all. I, I honestly didn't either this is like sarah's the, documentary right. roundup for well, yeah it's and just then, crazy because you don't even think that this is a story that you're you should tell on the show like you just this just happened to come up right, correct this is right yeah, I did, however, write down another thing that happened to me the other day, which was when I was at the mall. Who goes to those anymore? But I did. I had to, like, do some return to the gap. Yeah. And I fell up the stairs. <gasps> and embarrassingly so. And then hit my head hey, on Eli's foot. Hey, I'm impressed foot. that you were taking like, the stairs. Or was it an escalator? No, it was stairs. Oh, yeah, God, that's impressive. It was an escalator. It would have yeah, been a Yeah, we have a phobia. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I saw a little girl's foot get stuck in once one time. Uh... But how did you fall? You just tripped in like the most old lady way ever. Like I fell up the stairs and like my foot caught and then it just, I had bags in my hand. It was like as dramatic. Very dramatic. Yeah. And I was right over the play air, like the play zone. So all the kids looked at me and then I was like, in my mind, I'm like, do I turn around? Do I look? Do I, what do I do? And then I just like laughed it off. Thank God Eli was there. And I was like, wow, I... When was the last time I had like an embarrassing moment? Like, I mean, I think not a lot embarrasses me now, but the yeah. presence of <laughs> children that could make fun of me made it embarrassing. Totally. <laughs> I was like, don't judge me, children. <laughs> I hear just, you. like them thinking like, oh no, that old lady just fell up the stairs. And like, I, that's in my mind what was happening. I was like, oh no, this is not good. 
But yeah, that was that was. And I'm just thinking, when was the last time you had it? I wanted to ask you when was the last time. I you think had I'm clumsier than you. Like that's not no a, a way. Rare. <laughs> well, I think I fall more than you or something because oh. I have a whole routine. If this happens, I like make it even more dramatic. Like I'll lay on the floor <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> This is good. This is good. I because I'm so embarrassed that then I have to make it like you're laughing with me, not at me. Like the old like yeah. class clown routine, which is just as embarrassing. <laughs> because she's like everybody Hang on. falls down the page seventy two, and this is how we do it in the handbook according to Susie. It's kind of like when somebody gives you a compliment and you go smoke and mirrors, smoke right? Mirror. Yeah, like, that's my go. I've, I've stolen that out of yeah. Susie's handbook, so I say that. Well, true. and I mean, that's the truth too. I mean, <laughs> it's accurate. I say smoke and mirrors because like, I even say this just fact, everything about me that is attractive is fake. There is nothing natural. No personality. <laughs> that's fake too. Fuck. No. Yes. My it's actual personality. Heart. <laughs> Stop. Kindness. Brain. Natural. Natural. Who has an unnatural brain, though? Probably somebody. I don't know. Elon Musk is working on it. But yeah, the the falling in public, I have to make it worse because if you try to make it subtle, that makes it worse somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like you try to play cool, and then like the worst. I I. It's a habit I want to break. But I don't know how to do it. What? Is tripping it on something and then, and then looking the at the thing, like, blaming it for it. Like, I'm looking at the curb, like, somehow, like, oh, how, oh, did you see that curb? Like, it just, just came out of nowhere. nowhere. Yes. Like, like I'm mad at it. I, ha- I don't the know. Run. And then I feel like an idiot for doing that. Like, what was that? Oh, yeah. oh and then the run, the trip and the run. Yeah. To make it look like <laughs> you were just going to run anyway. Uh, I kind of do that with the walking in one direction and then turning to go another and being like, oh, "Oh, I hate that one. Why is being a human so embarrassing? So embarrassing. (laughs) And the other one that I do all the time is I am, especially when I'm hungry, my, and we know this, we've talked about this in the show, that your decision-making ability is severely impacted when you are all those H-A-L-T, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Like you, you're, that prefrontal cortex like is not functioning well. We're ta- we don't have energy. Definitely is not working when I'm hungry. I go into restaurants, like go into places, look at their men and walk out. And I can't make a decision on what I want. And like yesterday, I was like, I had very little time my morning. I had a free morning and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to leave. I left super early in the morning to get up to the mountains and just like get a few runs in before I start my work for the rest of the day. And I only had like a small break of time for lunch. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to decide where I want to eat. I went to four different stupid restaurants walking around the little like Keystone Village or whatever ended up deciding on nothing what? and then just went back out there. Cause I, I was like, now I've wasted all my time. Now I don't have any more time. It's now like you, have to get to- you don't know that What's- McDonald's exists because let me tell you, that is always a good choice. Yeah. Oh, I know you don't agree. Re- you're right. This totally, I, I don't have my notes for this, but I was going to tell you about this, the, the Coca-Cola and why oh, it's yeah, better that's at right. McDonald's. All right. Oh. That's okay. I love I Coca-Cola almost as much as I love Dipsy. Well, 
I feel like <laughs> maybe they provide more. a little bit maybe a like different thing. That's true, but they're both basic human needs, and that absolutely. You know what I mean? Because we're thirsty for coke, but we're also thirsty for sexy mm-hmm. time. And Dipsy yes. will bring it right to you. Who was it? I forget when we did our live recently. We were or Doc Club. We were saying somebody ought to do. Yeah, the, the voice. Oh, the, the dad it? from we the documentary club, the, the British dad on the documentary oh, club, yeah. Michael, who His had voice such was like so... a calming like voice. We were like, yeah. can you just read me everything? Yeah, Dipsy stories should Sexy hire stories. that guy. But basically what they provide are stories that can either get your motor running and maybe feeling a little yes. wound up with uh, sexy stuff or wellness stories or like soothing stories. Like if you want to kind of lull yourself to sleep with something really like sensual and whatevs, they have something for everybody. It's uh, made by women for women, which I love. And they are radically inclusive uh, stories for straight and queer listeners. And uh, yes. 56% of the stories are voice, voice acted by people of color. So we love that. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash brain candy, dipsystories.com slash brain candy. Yes. Okay. So I, I just pulled it up real quick just to give yeah. you like a little bit sure. of of info on this it. This is about the so, Coke? Yes, about okay. Coca-Cola. So I read this article and I was like, what? Because I've always argued that Coca-Cola tastes better at McDonald's. Like, and I always thought it was the straw. Yes, we do know that the straw is something like, I think it was like 30% larger. It's bigger. So you get, yeah, you get more, but also this is the, this is really interesting. They have like what bonus carbonation or something. They use a different formulation of syrup and also they're the only place that is contracted to be delivered the syrup that is used in Coca-Cola, is delivered in aluminum tanks rather than plastic bags. Just for Mickey D's? Yes. Huh. Just for McDonald's. There are a few places, like glass bottles are better because they don't have, they're like closer to the original intent of what Coca-Cola is supposed to taste like. The metal that's in the lining can have some effect on the taste, mm-hmm. but and aluminum and aluminum cans are different because aluminum cans have this polymer lining that can absorb some of the soda's flavors, hmm. making it taste milder than soda that comes out of a fountain or ones that come out of a glass bottle. And uh, but the Coca Cola at McDonald's is delivered in these. I think they're like steel tanks or aluminum tanks or whatever, so it's maintaining the. Uh, uh, more of like the, I don't know, original flavor profile of what Coca-Cola should taste like without the, I don't know, what happens with the chemicals that are in the lining of the bags. What's the reason that they only do it for McDonald's? I, I think it's a contract they have with them. And it's I think probably that they are more affordable it's to do it without. Probably. 100%. Yeah. And but they have so much. They probably use so much, and has been, and been in there. They have leverage. Like that's been nego- yes. Yeah. They they are like their number one supplier, or whatever, <laughs> and they got it locked down. So it, the the article that I read was like, you're not wrong. McDonald's, uh, Coke soda or different. McDonald's Coca Cola is the like creme de la creme. Of What's your preference in general? Is it um, can plastic bottle or fountain? Like fountain. style, 
Fountain style is your favorite. Yeah. And I would just agree. the other day, uh, Eli went somewhere and he got, we like never drink soda. And when we do, it's like, so, I'm like, oh, it's so fun. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's a treat. A, so yeah, it's like a treat. <clears throat> he got a Pepsi and I had a sip. Oh no, it was Lucas. Lucas got a Pepsi. We went to the movies together and oh my God, that was delicious. It really is. It's like Coca-Cola's advertising had me fooled, but I think I, Pepsi Challenge, I'm choosing Pepsi. Well, remember I told you about when I was in high school and I collected Pepsi points, you know, yes. that whole thing? Well, The documentary I, that was so good. Yeah, it was. Pepsi, where's my jet? Where's my jet? Well, I was a Pepsi loyalist, and then when I went to university, they had um, like a table. Pepsi oh. had a table set up to do a blind test, and you could do it like they did in the documentary where... You taste Pepsi and Coke and pick your favorite. And this was sponsored by Pepsi, but I accidentally chose Coke. And so I switched from then on. Like they had the reverse effect. To switch you. Yeah, because I was totally not biased by the brand. I was just tasting it and picking my favorite. So like I I should try that. Pepsi was sweeter and Coke had more effervescence, like more of the bubbles. And I preferred it. Okay. We're, so. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do my own. Pepsi yeah. Challenge. Well, how about when I come out to Denver, yes! we'll do it and I'll film you. Yes. This is so good. I yeah. cannot wait. And you can't just say what you think it is. Um, no. A Coke or like, Pepsi. You have to pick your favorite. Yes. I'm gonna pick my favorite. Yeah. It's gonna be like a wine tasting. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna be like. Yeah. Yes. Well, because what would, would you switch? Because right now you think you like what better. I th- in you my like mind, Pepsi. I think I like Diet Coke. Like I think, like when I want, there are there are certain times. It must be. It must have to do something with like sodium or magnesium or something like that. <laughs> but it feels like there are certain times where I really, really crave a soda. It's after like a lot of strenuous, like like running, uh, like cardio, okay. that, or after swimming, okay. like swimming if i'm like surfing or swimming in the ocean or something like that afterwards i I crave either like a beer or a soda okay and so when i'm like craving that i always am like "Mm, i want a diet coke but that's i think just because that's like what we've always said yeah we'll we'll find out we'll get to the bottom of this we're gonna have to do some research i think i'm gonna bring in not just pepsi and coke but also like maybe some other wild cards and then maybe a diet or something just to confuse you should, your yeah. palate more. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. like that Coke Zero, like what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. What right, is right. that? Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero. Yeah, you're I don't mad know. about it. Yeah, because what are you trying to do? Which is like Coke. What are you trying to pull here, Coke? What are you trying to pull here? What are you Coke? Why would you Diet be mad about it? What are you doing? You're just like putting the same shit in a different can and labeling it. What are you doing? I think is it's it really a different, different sweetener. I think. Is it? Yeah. From Diet Coke. I think so. Yeah. What else would it be? Uh, I don't know. Which is why That's I'm like. Mad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like they just. It it also feels like this sometimes in the beauty product world. Uh, where I'm like. Yeah. How is my foot lotion different than my leg lotion? different than my hand lotion. I do feel like that too. Like right body lotion versus lotion hand. For what do you mean? Sake. Yeah. There's no difference. 
Oh. Yeah, are we just being bamboozled? I think so. So I, th- I feel like Coca-Cola might be doing this to me. I don't <laughs> know. That is, that is. Yeah, body cream versus hand lo- Like, what is the diff? I don't know. Somebody's going to say like some ingredient of lanolin or something like that. Or like, <laughs> I used to work for a beauty care, a beauty care, uh, 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 like industry in the beauty care industry. And they would say that your face or yeah. your eye, like the skin sensitive. around the eye is like tissue paper. Then the, the skin on your face is like notebook paper. Then the skin on the rest of your body is like cardboard. <laughs> Cardboard. You just need Jeez. different things for those. Two. But like, I was okay. But like what if I use product. it on my? Yeah. What if I put the body stuff on my face? What's going to happen? Probably nothing, Susie. Right. <laughs> right. Probably nothing. I know we are. We're sick of it over here. Venus flytraps can't count. Or body catch flies, evidently. Body. Or catch flies. But yeah, that's probably that's I've the more it. important one. <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, another thing I, I, I do have more fun things to talk to you about and other things that are really obvious. Oh, both of these are such funny stories. Which one do I want to tell you first? Do you want to hear about the study of penis size and sports cars yes. or sleep and aliens? Penis. Okay. <laughs> this is great. So a group of psychologists really wanted to see if there was a link between sports cars, like desire, like a desire for sports cars. Yeah. Right, like small penis syndrome. Yeah, is it because like uh, anecdotally, we all feel like this. I think it's true. I don't know what you're telling you're going to tell me, but I think it's accurate. One hundred percent, it's accurate. But this is the interesting thing: is how they did this and how it's not just if the penis is actually smaller or not. It's if they believe Um, that their penis is smaller as compared to the average penis size. Right. Like it could be an average wiener, but if they perceive it to be too small. Yep. Wow. Then they, so how they did this is they looked at, I want to say it was like 8,000 different people or something like that. It was a lot of people, uh, men, people with penises. 
There's a lot of that. Uh, and so they would, they would flash these, they, first there were two groups. There was one group where they told them that the average penis size was four inches. And there, there was another group where they told them the average oh, penis man. length was seven inches. When the in actuality, it's between those two. So yeah. you have two groups: one who believes that their dick is bigger, and one yeah. who believes that their dick is smaller than everybody else's. And when, then they would be, they would, they were flashed like images, and then these like uh, statements, like true false statements. And after every statement about, like hidden in the questioning, were things about penis size and about like your. Uh, um, like confident like belief about self and then right after that they would flash a, a sports car and then there would be a little scale that you could move to rate how much you liked or desired this item like oh, how Lord. into this you were and in all the men that they made the, believe yeah. that they had smaller penises they liked the fast car they liked the sports cars better and the craziest part about this is that this was significantly more impactful or, or had more of an effect on men over 30. Oh, my God. Isn't that the opposite of what you'd think? Yeah. Okay, unpack that one for me. Why do you think that is? Do you think, Why do you it's, think just it's just like age can bring insecurity because you're losing your mojo kind of thing? Oh, okay, maybe that. And it's like tied to testosterone that maybe you believe like – Yeah. That like, you need something to, and like maybe it, it, there's this like, I don't know, maybe like delusion of of being more, you know, important or, or cooler than you think you are when you're younger. This is it's funny. This is funny. Right. This dad is interesting and 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 amusing. But like when I think about the the sort of comparables with women, the the studies that we do are about like how when girls think that we're worse than boys at math we perform worse on math tests like our oh, our stuff is so much more us. consequential oh you know Suze, I mean? you're so right because it's, it's not like that men are feeling like their dick is smaller and they're asking for less when they're yes, negotiating they contracts. just need a big car to they make them just go want room a faster room. car <laughs> oh that is such a good point but I mean, it is funny and I enjoy it. I'll tell you what else I enjoy, and that is okay. Chime. Um, this is a great scenario. Okay. Money can't buy happiness. We all know that. But you don't want to worry about money because that can make you even less happy. And Chime will help you smile more because they are the number one most loved banking app. And they have fee-free overdrafts up to 200 bucks. They offer financial peace of mind in your wallet, which people oh, love. nice. No annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. I keep seeing ads for them um, on TV too, and I'm like, "That's our." It's chime. about time we changed the banking world and updated yeah, that it. because, like, I'm done with <clears throat> the same old, same old people. Like, no, <laughs> and there were problems. I couldn't agree problems. more. I, you know? Yes, I know exactly. Yeah, what we you need mean. to like mix yes. that up a bit. So see for yourself why Chime is so loved at chime.com slash brain candy. That's chime.com slash brain candy. Let me read you the fine print. Chime is financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. I love it. 
Uh, yeah, I love saving money. Who doesn't? Well, yes. At least knowing about my money, I should say that. What um, was the other story? Oh, it was about aliens. Yes. Okay. Tell this me. is. This is. I love this. This is. When we study people and behaviors, it 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 shows how I don't know how so much stuff is just linked to our minds and uh it makes me wonder what came first. So let me just read you guys. This okay. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I'm talking about. So there was a a study that was done that wanted to look at a link between sleep patterns, sleep habits, and a, a belief in the paranormal, ghosts, demons, aliens, and the afterlife. Okay. And so there was a study that was done on thousands of people. I want to say how many was it? It was like 8,853 people who were participate, who participated in this survey about sleep quality and paranormal beliefs. And so a bunch of previous studies have linked like sleep disorders to things like sleep paralysis. And this other thing that I had no idea existed called exploding head syndrome. Have you heard of this? Oh Lord, that's a yeah, terrible really, name. So in the same way, sleep paralysis is visual hallucinations as you're shifting into a sleep state. Yeah. Exploding head syndrome is auditory hallucinations as you're slipping into a sleep state where people experience loud bangs while nodding off. Oh, that would be awful. That's bizarre. So, totally bizarre. It's called exploding head syndrome. It's a real thing. They it's should really call it impacts- something else. <laughs> Right. Go it, ahead. it definitely should. Sleep paralysis makes sense. You can't move. You get and and so there there's this like it's associated with like hallucinate hallucinatory. Oh my god, I can't say the word hallucinatory like phenomenon that happens. So in this, in this survey, they found out that people who have sleep disturbances, sleep struggles, have stronger beliefs tend to believe more in these things like the afterlife or aliens or demons or supernatural. Okay. And there's a belief that because basically we have like an inability to sleep, it makes the night seem more alive. Okay. Because you can't go to bed, and so your mind stays busy. So there's this idea that the re- these this like other things around you may be more busy, like mm. busier. And so there is this link between an inability, and, it, and it's like I wonder, like which came first? So it's oh, like, interesting. Yeah, that's the, my que- That's what I is like. Is it? Yeah, an inability to sleep that then leads to this, or is it a belief in this that leads to the inability to sleep? But they believe, they used to believe it was the opposite that like an inability, like you believe in these things and it makes so you can't fall asleep. But now they're saying that people, so like they studied their brains, they studied like the amount of uh, uh, sleep people got. And they found that beliefs were way more common among people who got fewer hours of sleep per night and for people who take longer to fall asleep and who struggle with insomnia or report low sleep efficiency. And most strikingly, they found that 
around two-thirds of those who experienced sleep paralysis or exploding head syndrome were convinced that aliens had already walked among us, compared to just 3.4% of the total sample. Say the first number. The percentage among the... Two-thirds. Oh, lordy. To 3.4%. That's remarkable. That's remar- That's shocking. Do you think and so, that aliens walk among us? Well, this is the crazy <laughs> thing. I think back to... Uh, like, I've told this... To, I'm, I'm connecting the dots here. But when I was little, I was watching a lot of X-Files. Yeah. I've shared this story. And then we had the Northridge earthquake. Yeah. And my first... Yes, my fir- the very first thing I thought was, this is it, they're here, aliens are coming, because, it- and it was like affecting my sleep, so my mind went to that as like the first thing, so I would imagine that, that well, it's so in your you're brain saying- trying to create a, sol- trying to understand why it's getting like hallucination, why it's having hallucinations in the middle of the night. So it's trying. It's your brain trying to explain what's going on, and mm. it, the, the answer it comes up with is aliens, ghosts, or demons, or something like that, because mm. it doesn't have a scientific understanding of sleep paralysis or exploding head syndrome. Because who does? Yeah. So you're saying it the- takes the most rational like explanation, which is totally irrational, because that's more believable, maybe, to say like a seven year old mm-hmm. than sleep paralysis. Well, so, so then that gets perpetuated, that belief, or like... Did you say whether you think aliens walk among us right now? No, I don't think they walk among no, us. No, I don't either. But 75% of the people in the study that had sleep issues 66. thought they did walk among yes. us. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't like that we are condescending about that, but no. maybe they know more than we do. I, I'm... They can condescend about me too. I don't mind. And it, I had right, you know, like you kind no of said, we kind of said you, dummy. <laughs> no hard feelings, dummy. Uh, the, I did experience sleep paralysis one, two times. Yeah. And if I had experienced, if I experienced that more regularly, more frequently, yeah, one hundred percent, I would believe. There was, yeah. there were demons or something. I can see I, that. That is a scary thing. It feels thing. so intense. Yeah. And, and if, if I didn't have like a rational understanding or like ability to kind of like reason and, and go, oh, that's what this, is. you know, if I, if I experienced that younger and then that's the, you know, I say your brain is like a file cabinet and you fill that file with the information that informs like what you're experiencing in the future mm-hmm. or, and in the present, uh, if you like, if, if if I didn't get clarity that that was an earthquake when I had that experience when I woke up, yeah, your brain I would, would have to believing, come up with an explanation yes, that that was aliens, and then that file cabinet uh, would be full of alien encounters. <laughs> and that, so, that I do think that that that. So I wonder which came first. But isn't that interesting? That yeah, two thirds compared to three point four percent. Well, presumably they're determining that the sleep issues happen first because that can happen later in life. Like you could have been a good sleeper and then later in life you could develop sleep problems and then yeah. your belief in this yes, the paranormal change. emerges. Yes. Yeah. 
Totally. So I 60% suppose. of participants who experienced sleep paralysis said they also thought that near-death experiences prove that souls live on in an afterlife, while those with stronger insomnia slim- symptoms were more likely to believe in the devil. <laughs> I believe that because anybody that's even had insomnia one night really yeah. starts to feel like the it devil. It fucks with your mind. It does. And it, like, it really does. Because it, like, it's so start- unnatural. And then your body does, I, I, there's this, I hate this when I have trouble falling asleep and I feel like, you know, scared, don't want to, whatever it is, don't want to go to bed. There's this horrible time where my body's really trying to force itself to fall, like really wants to fall asleep, but I don't want to let it. And then it's like, I start dreaming, like my brain, it kind of starts to shut off. And that feels like if I just let it do this, I'll hallucinate or something. Like you're halfway Mm -hmm. in a dream state and awake. And like I kind of experienced that falling, you know, like you kind of like jerk your head up thing. Why do you fight it though? Why would you fight sleep in those times? I don't know. It's got to be something self-sabotage trauma related. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Of like it's dangerous to go to bed. So don't. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never had that. It's not good. I don't, I, don't, I think don't most people with insomnia have the thing where they're dying. They're just do anything to fall asleep and they just can't. Yours yeah. is like so much worse. Don't fall asleep. Keep your eyeballs open. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> How frequently terrible. does that happen to you? Uh, it happens never when I'm at Eli's house or like spending the night with somebody. It only happens when I'm like alone and I'd say hmm. like, I don't know, not very often. Like once... Once no, a month? Never, yeah, no, less than that. Oh, Once okay. every three months or so. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see how this... That's when the aliens come, so... Well, and like I remember when I would watch... On... <laughs> I remember when I would watch Unsolved Mysteries, and uh, it does seem like the aliens tend to come at night. Yeah. You know, and they take them up in the spaceship. It's usually yeah. not in broad daylight. <laughs> no. What are they, dummies? <laughs> So who's who's wrong here? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Right, right. I do like, feel there's... bad for those people that do like get abducted by aliens or claim that, and then like nobody believes them because that would really suck if it really happened. And I was like, okay, yeah, I that would just suck to get abducted by them if it really happened. If you believe something, Susie happened. has high empathy for uh, alien abductees. Well, because I always but think, what if that else... happened to me? How would I get? people to believe me and it always starts with i know this sounds crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's like all i've got so far i would believe you if you came to me as the sane rational person that you are first i'd get your head scanned for tumors yeah yeah then i'd believe you that and a lot of times on unsolved mysteries these people sort of are the type that are used to be very pragmatic and rational and then something changes yeah I don't know what I it love is. it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see that movie Interstellar? <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, Susie. just wondering. Uh, I do. I do believe that that whoever runs the streaming services is listening to us because they've made Interstellar very difficult to watch. You have to like buy it for nineteen ninety five. It's like not even available to rent or something. Really? Yeah, we tried. Eli and I tried. Eli was like, "I'm kind of in like an Interstellar or oh like the Martian Did movie." Did you laugh was, your like, head off? Oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. Then we tried to watch Interstellar and it was like available with live TV only. We were like, what? Why can't we even watch Interstellar? They don't want to... 
they're they're hiding this information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the tagline for X Files? Like something about out there. The truth is out there. Yeah, <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> now we know it's in the movie oh, Interstellar. Oh, that is funny. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Um, okay, do I have anything else? I talked to you about the dyscalculia, dyscalculia thing. Um, we talked about the penis size. Yep. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Um, this is a word that I was unfamiliar with, but an experience that I'm very familiar with. Have you heard of fubbing? No. Okay, so fubbing is a new word uh, that it has been used to explain what happens when we snub somebody with our, by using our phone. So imagine you get home from a long day at work and you're, like, dying to talk to Adam about whatever happened. Like you go somebody with somewhere for work. Yeah, it's, it's, this I know. is very like, unfamiliar. This story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Susie, you like you walk downstairs. You walk downstairs, <laughs> and you like go to tell Adam everything that just happened on the podcast, and he picks up his phone as if to like block the conversation from mm-hmm. happening. And oh. it is a, a rel- I mean, it's this new phenomenon, but so, that it, they're saying is like a, a really interfering with relationships so like if we're talking in real life in person and then one of us picks up their phone yeah oh yeah i don't like that i don't like it at all and it's like this subtle like signal or not so subtle signal really that we're sending to be like "Mm." what else is better than this conversation yes yeah yes it's like and it's it it's really looking at like the impact of the presence of the phone on our communication yeah and how it's totally changing communication because we do have this feeling that if we're not stimulating enough that we're losing the person to their phone well that's a losing battle because you're just one person and (sighs) you're competing then with everything else in all the world i mean who can win that game nobody you are so right nobody can win that game well so is the advice just like please don't pick up your phone when you're trying to have a conversation yeah i mean they were kind of arguing that like there was this there was a campaign that that went i I don't know if it was in this country i want to say it was in england or something like that but they were like calling it like stop fubbing and they were saying like like silly things like fake facts that like they had like a 
uh, I want to say ads on like the subway or something that would say like 92% of repeat fubbers go on to become f- politicians and like make up <laughs> statistics about it and like describe like you guys have to engage in conversation. I, I'm sure it was like the Department of Public Mental Health or something that put these up that they were looking at like the presence of the mere phone on like face-to-face communication and that it is harmful and it changes like meaningful topics. It make keeps things more at surface level because you don't feel like you really have. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. If, yeah. if I have am tempted to do this, which is usually when Lincoln's talking because he can go on and on about the most boring subject for a really long time. Yes. Do you think it would be better for me to... These are your only options. Mm-hmm. Fub or um, tell him to like wrap it up or make it more interesting. Because <laughs> I know there's a third option where I just patiently listen and stay engaged, but that is not realistic. That's not realistic. Because he talks a lot. Yeah. So can I be like, Link, we got we to gotta edit? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think that's just teaching good conversational habits. Okay, because, I'll, do that. I'll try that. Like, you know, I always think about Jordan, who, you know, well, he's so funny now. He's like, we'll talk and talk and talk. And then he goes, I've realized that sometimes I dominate conversation. So I am done talking. It is now your turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Because somebody ta- taught him that. And he had to do some like little behavior modifications, too. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to fub my kid, but sometimes right. I'm just, like, bored out of my mind. It does – I this is more in, like, romantic relationships. Sure, but it yeah. leads to decreased relationship satisfaction. No doubt By increasing that. feelings of loneliness, which in turn make fubbing more likely. So it creates this vicious cycle of – Yeah, because you feel inadequate yeah. as a talker. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? But, right, I didn't, I didn't even – yeah, I didn't even see this. It does say that that there have been some researchers who have raised concerns about the potential impact of parental fubbing on the well-being of children. And then they just skip right over that and they talk about peer fubbing is also recognized. But they didn't really – they just said like it could be – I can see that I have in, – in working with some children, I have had some children tell me that they feel like they lose their parent to the phone, that they wish that – mom or dad wouldn't pick up the phone. So I've definitely heard that from kids. It's really like the seven, eight, nine age group that is really tell, yeah. tell, vit, like communicates that they're affected by this. Ugh, and then the older ones just get the phone and then they engage in it. Yeah, there'll be none of that. We can't do that. Yeah, it's we, a good reminder because, yeah. you know... It's a bad habit, yeah. but the ga- the gamification of apps and everything yes. set you up to fail. So don't feel guilty. Right. You know, we that all do it. That is what they said that this is and a, this it's is something by that design. It's meant for that to happen. Yeah. It definitely is something we all do. It's something we all engage in. Like, and the, the reason why the ads were effective is because, it called out something that we all are guilty of, but also experience. And that is like kind of a rare thing where it's something we all want to change, but then something we all participate in. So, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's currently, uh, uh, a game on Eli's phone where like, 
I lost like last week. I lost him. I I I, I was like. Who's he? Is he like texting somebody? Like, what is happening? And then I'm like, you've been on your phone a lot. He's like, I know. I got to delete this game. It is designed to suck me in. I really do think I have to delete it. And so, like, I'll like lean over or like look over, it and he's like, I know. It's the stupid game. I got to. I got to get rid of it. And he, I'm like, yeah, you're you're addicted to that for sure. It's, it happens to everybody. It really does. We go through phases of of yeah, you got it. But yeah. There you go. New word for you. So no, no fubbing. No fubbing. Just a reminder. I mean, just know. a reminder. Just yeah. like, yeah. Let's Nobody likes a fubber. Nobody likes a fubber. But we, uh, also nobody it. likes a guy who thinks he needs a fast car because he has a little dick. Yeah. So just, just. Your dick fine. is fine. Your dick is fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, and your car is fine. That's totally not the problem. Fine. It's your terrible personality. Yes, fix that first. Right. And then take your gal out to a drive-in and have a nice Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. Or Every, Pepsi, whichever you prefer. Whichever you prefer. And, and we'll know which one happy. I prefer next week or so. Yes. We, I will keep you guys posted on that. No, I should say um, you you folks or you people, not you guys. Yes, you folks. I'm doing much better with that. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's it. I guess. What else? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Discalculia Venus flytraps, like the ones at Susie's house, can't count. And uh, that's it. Be sure to check go. out our patreon.com slash brain candy for more content, uh, challenge content, reality TV stuff. And um, check out our merch because it's real cute. The best. All right, people. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.